Hey everyone, Andrew here. Uh, just wanted to let you know that we ran into some technical difficulties while recording this week. Uh, as a result, we've lost the first bit of the episode, uh, so we're going to jump right into our discussion of Meat Sleep and Knock 10. Uh, Meat Sleep being a horror YouTube series that we'll get into, uh, and Knock 10 being a semi-horror uh, ARG that was on YouTube. Um, you'll find out more about those in just a minute. I just want to let you know that that's a reason that we don't have our uh, our, our current intro like we normally do so uh unfortunately no questions this week but enjoy our discussion about these two fun youtube series Are we ready to start talking about Meat Sleep? Yeah, let's do it. I hate the name <laughs> of this. Just to start, I hate the name of this one. I know. <laughs> meat Sleep is a phrasing that just like, ugh. Yeah. Yeah. Are, are, so, are we the meat, Marn? No, Meat is like the, the, the quote unquote character who like owns the video channel. Okay. Um... So, something I want to say is that this isn't an ARG. Then why are you um, forcing this on me, Marn? Because I I want to, like, I thought it would be interesting for this episode to, like, juxtapose kind of, like, what we would consider to be more of an ARG to, like, just a weird YouTube horror thing. Because I feel like we have that discussion on this podcast a lot. Uh, and... I don't know. I th- I thought these. I also thought these two would be interesting, kind of like to hold up next to each other. Sure. Okay. <clears throat> so, um, Meat Sleep was a YouTube channel in twenty that uh, started in twenty fourteen, but it actually started under an account called Sonkin, uh, which is an anagram for New Skin. <laughs> okay. Uh, that was a YouTube channel, uh, that joined YouTube in March 2014, uh, and started uploading just kind of, like, random creepy videos that got really popular on, uh, the paranormal board of 4chan. Okay. Uh, and they were just called, like, Sonkin 1, Sonkin 2, etc. Uh, it uploaded, I think, seven videos, Um, And then at the same time, there was a user uploading the same videos to a Russian social media website. Uh, And then there was also someone uploading uh, videos in the same style uh, to vid.me in Chinese. Okay. So this is going off Uh, all over. Yeah. And so then... um, like, ten days after the original Sonkin channel joined YouTube, uh, the user Meat Sleep uh, joined YouTube and posted a video called 49, which I'm not going to make you watch because it does have a jump scare in it. Okay. Thank <laughs> you. I appreciate you. Yeah. Uh, but one part of it shows a article on a computer uh, with the letters Sonkin highlighted. Uh, and so people were able to deduce that, like, this channel 
and Sonkin were either owned by the same people or like somehow connected. Sure. Um, and so that went on for a while. Meat Sleep started uploading more and more videos. Uh, the Russian channel was uploading all of the same videos, but like a day or two later. Okay. Uh, some of the Meat Sleep videos would reference videos from like the original eight videos from the Sonkin channel. Uh, all in all, there were 91 videos posted on the Meat Sleep channel. Wow, okay. Um, I'm going to send you a couple. Um, so some are... Uh, most of them are under a minute. Um, some are just like weird, just like environment with like weird tones playing in the background like this one. It's just like the a wing of a hospital with like creepy tones in the background and like warped lenses on the camera. Okay. Yeah, I hate I this. I would Yeah, I would uh, so I think one of the most notorious ones is called Ingrate, which I'm going to send you turn your volume down for this. Okay. Just because it has, like, a computerized voice speaking, and it's really loud. Okay. I'm just going to mute for just a moment. Yep. Flashing lights and some string. Uh, Some dirt. We got a toothbrush. Got a doorway that might have a figure and some, like, eyes. I don't like this at all. I can't imagine liking it more with noise. Oh, you should uh, you should turn the noise on. Just keep it soft. No, I'm good. <laughs> oh, yeah, um, I fucking hate this. Okay. <laughs> I mean, the, the background noise is literally just like, it's like a humming and like a text-to-speech voice. Yeah, uh, I'm out. <laughs> oh, there was something at the top of the stairs. I'm out. So, yeah, so a lot of the videos were pretty much just like these. They were like creepypasta videos that was like, oh, here's like a spooky basement and like a guy standing at the top of the stairs. Um, and then on and and so people had a lot of like theories about these. They were like, whoa, this is like this channel's like fucked up. I wonder like what it is or like who runs it. Um some people theorize that there were multiple uh, people running it because a lot of the videos appeared to take place in, like, the United States, but then some appeared to take place in, like, Japan okay. or Canada. Um, some people thought that it was an ARG, but there weren't really any puzzles. It just, like, weird fucked up videos. Um and some people thought that this was a real serial killer who was uploading to YouTube. Cool. Because uh, a lot of the videos are, are filmed kind of like as if people are being stalked. And like there's a lot of references to like cannibalism and murder. Uh, okay. And people started to get worried that like oh, maybe, like, this horror channel that we like is, like, a real 
channel of just like a serial killer. Yeah, are we just watching the don't fuck with cats guy? Yeah, and and there was also a theory that like it started as a horror channel and then the person who was like making the content eventually started actually hurting and killing people. Sure. <laughs> Which is fine it's the reverse every man hybrid it starts off being just a silly pretending to do it but then we start actually doing it yeah i guess not a reverse uh, every man hybrid just an every man hybrid yeah also um, for those playing along at home you can tick off uh andrew references every man hybrid uh, <laughs> on the bingo sheet and so then in a in 2016 when people were um making all of these theories they were like wow, some of these videos are kind of graphic and, like, fucked up. Maybe this, like, we shouldn't be watching this or, like, this is something real. Uh, People on 4chan uh, reported the channel to Anonymous and was like, hey, can you find out who's behind this YouTube channel? Ooh. Okay, we're taking a turn, huh? Because they thought that it was a real murderer. (sighs) okay i'm sure this went well for everyone involved yeah uh so in in uh january 2016 um all of the videos were uh taken down off of the meat sleep video uh and one last video that was called no more was put up Mm -hmm. um and it was a message from the creators that was basically like hey we're not doing this anymore we're being stalked and harassed and like it's over goodbye yeah one last video it's like yo what the fuck y'all yeah essentially because um they also i think did like a little q a on youtube after this and it turned out that like one guy from 4chan was like so obsessed with figuring out who they were that he was like doxing and like harassing people in real life that he thought ran the channel and they were like okay we can't do the same word goodbye god um but uh, an interesting thing uh from that video is that they were like this wasn't like, essentially they were like yeah this wasn't an ARG this was just like something cool that we were doing uh, for like the paranormal board on 4chan mm-hmm. there's actually 11 of us making it damn um and it was people from japan germany estonia the netherlands the u.s canada australia and brazil wow okay um and then some of them ran uh the twitter account that would post the videos and Essentially, they uh, they revealed that they would meet regularly and uh, roll dice to figure out who would make the next video. <laughs> so, like, they they assigned each of themselves a number. Okay. And they and when they wanted to make a new video, they would all show up in a in like a Skype meeting, and they would roll the dice and figure out like. Okay, who's going to deliver the raw video? Who's going to make the audio? Who's going to edit the videos? Um, And they would also apparently roll dice uh, to decide which of the theories by the viewers uh, on 4chan were true. (laughs) So they would, like, 
they would just like pick theories that they liked and uh and roll dice and if it was even uh even roll express anger against rumor x odd roll means encourage that rumor x cool okay um, i'm very into these group of people who were like hey what if we just fuck with 4chan a little bit yeah exactly <laughs> and they were like yeah we decided like if meat sleep had a gender by rolling dice and like what the gender was by rolling dice <laughs> and like all of these different aspects of the channel just like completely at random yeah they were like hey let's have fun and like we'll fuck around with with uh 4chan and that means that we'll have fun and make videos and like kind of play around a little bit and do some neat stuff in the space we're on a board that specifically encourages this kind of thing so i'm sure they'll like it and then 4chan was like well we'll fuck with you right back and dox you i love 4chan it's it's not great what a great website i mean mean, on one hand like a lot of the meat sleep videos are like extremely graphic and aren't very well like the channel as a whole isn't like that well made it's just like a bunch of extremely like graphic and horrific videos oh okay but like on the other hand don't dox people yeah uh yeah, we don't want to get into Andrew's opinions about Anonymous as a whole, so let's <laughs> let's keep it going. But yeah, so I, at any rate, like Meat Sleep, I think is a is a pretty good example of like weird shit on YouTube that isn't really an ARG. Okay. Um, and I don't know. I I I had planned to talk about it on this uh podcast at some point but i didn't want to do a whole episode on it because i didn't want to make you watch all 91 videos <laughs> because there is some pretty gross shit in there okay yeah i would have re- i would have refused oh yeah absolutely and i know that a lot of like other art creators and like commentators have very strong opinions on like it not being an arg and it just kind of being like a group of edgy 4chaners like posting horror content to youtube which is kind of what it was yeah it sounds like it's exactly what it was yeah and like if if people listening to this want to like actually go and watch the videos and decide for yourself like people have mirrored them onto uh onto youtube um and i mean some of them are interesting um, a lot of them have, like, original music that people in, like, the Meat Sleep group composed for those videos, uh, which is That's very cool. cool. Um, it's it's personally very much not my thing, though. <laughs> <laughs> but if you like horror and that's your jam, then this might be something worth checking out. Yeah. Sure. Um, so let's talk about Knock 10. <laughs> All right, uh, let's actually get into an ARG. <laughs> yeah, so so Knock 10 is weird YouTube horror content that actually has a little bit of, like, puzzles and, like, extra stuff to dig up in it, I would say. Okay. And, like, definitely a comprehensible story. Uh, it ran most of 2015 and a little bit into 2016, uh, the creator is completely unknown. Nobody has ever come forward, as far as I know, to claim uh, that they have that they run the channel. Okay. 
which is interesting. I think that might be the first one of these that we've actually done where like nobody actually knows who made it. Um, yeah, it's super interesting. I learned uh, while I was doing research on this that Noctan actually has a lot of Italian fans and they think that the creator is Italian. Interesting. Um, I couldn't completely tell you why but if you act if you go on the channel and look at the comments like most of the comments are in italian and there are a bunch of like italian facebook groups dedicated to uh like researching and solving knock 10 which is wild i had to translate a lot of italian youtube comments <laughs> for this episode interesting okay um and so the the basic story is that it's about a machine at the bottom of the ocean trying to signal for help. Uh, and we're going to get into more about that very shortly. Okay. That's kind of cool. Yeah. Uh, so the, the channel was created uh, on March 6th, uh, 2015, and it was called Knock Plus 10, um, which is kind of the official name of the ARG, but everyone just calls it Knock 10 because okay. it seems very silly to say Knock Plus 10. Uh, yeah, hunter x hunter i get it yeah uh people speculated that knock referred to naval operation concept 2010 um okay. which i guess was just some naval document that they found on like the u.s navy website uh <laughs> okay. so i know i sent you the first video and that was posted a day after the channel was created uh what do you what did you think about it you did so it's it's creepy it was um it's just a bunch of numbers kind of like yeah. a, like ultimately just a bunch of numbers which really is the least charitable read of the video um <laughs> but it was like a uh it's it kind of reminded me of like a number station uh except being a video instead of just audio or radio yeah the uh the aesthetic of Noctan is very much like a number station found youtube <laughs> yeah um it was titled in a like binary, right? Yeah the the title is o one o one o one o one o o o o o o o one in binary, which doesn't actually mean anything if you try to translate it. Yeah, because you need does binary need six? Is that right? Am I remembering right? Or five? Um, yeah, five. Yeah. Um, and you can fit it into Pepsi is what I learned. <laughs> and it has like slightly distorted music in the background and it shows a series of uh letters on the screen and there's like a robotic voice that reads them uh the music is actually one of chopin's nocturnes i want to say it's like nocturne 29 or something uh and it it becomes like noctens like little youtube theme music um sure so the letters started with a question mark V equals. So people were like, oh, this is a YouTube ID. Um, but no ID with that string of letters existed. But they hmm. found that if you ran it through a Caesar cipher, the ID became valid. And it took them to a hidden video that had been published on the same day at the same time. Okay. And I'm going to send it to you. I guess I could technically screen share i'm good this this episode's (laughs) sponsored by skype just so y'all know because discord was giving us problems okay we got more security footage 
Okay, we've just got a woman reading off numbers or letters. RKK HOHQKDGOVWHOPER. Oh, Whopper. This is a this is a Burger King ad. <laughs> she said Z instead of Z. Oh, those are Q's. Oh, well, some are Q's. Okay, so yeah, it's just like blur. It's kind of like the first one. Yeah, it's a. It's just um. A huge block of like random letters and mm-hmm. uh, like a, a a robot like text to speech lady reading them. Um, also, I will say none of these videos have jump scares. Just in case you were worried. <laughs> I appreciate it. You told me that. I I I don't know how much I believe you. Um. Just because I think that your threshold for a jump scare is much higher than mine is. Oh, it's definitely so. not. <laughs> <laughs> I got jump scared watching BuzzFeed Unsolved the other night. <laughs> <laughs> um. Yeah, no, 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 none of these have, like, jump scares. Most of them are pretty much like this, where it's just, like, staticky music and, like, text shows up on the screen. Okay, I can do that. Yeah. It's about as far as I like to go in uh, in horror. Yeah. Um, and so the title of this one is 0101010000010, which is the next in the consecutive binary sequence. Yes. Okay. Um, yeah. So, one zero is how you write out two in binary. Yeah. And so people eventually realized that um, most of the knock 10 videos are titled in consecutive binary. Um, and if you translate those binary strings to decimal, uh, you get a string of numbering that starts with 5501 and counts up. Um, so, like, this hidden video is 5502, the next one is 5503, and so on. Okay. <clears throat> um, there are some that break the titling convention, but we're, we'll get into those. Um, okay. So, people looked at this, and they found that with this same Caesar cipher shift, uh, you can read the block of letters. Um, I will say, there are not a lot of sources on Knock 10. There is, like, a stack exchange where a bunch of people were trying to figure out some of the puzzles and a bunch of Italian Facebook groups. So there's at least one puzzle (laughs) where I straight up don't know how they solved it. Like, there is, like, logically they found the next thing because we have the next thing as a source. But, like... (laughs) I don't how know they how they arrived at that it. conclusion. We have no idea of. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> okay. So the um, so this one though, if you Caesar shift it, uh, the block of letters reads: Oh, Helen had a steamboat. The steamboat had a bell. When Helen went to heaven, the steamboat went to hell. Okay. Uh, which is a version of uh, like a children's song called Miss Susie. Uh, and people went on the Wikipedia page for that song, and they found that it had a link to the SS Sultana tragedy, uh, which is no longer present because I looked at the Wikipedia page. Um, huh. But the SS Sultana is like considered the greatest maritime disaster in the United States. I don't know how much you know about it. I have never heard of it. Oh, okay. I, I only know about it because um, someone in one of my high school classes, like, did a history presentation on it. Okay. Uh, it, it was considered, like, the worst maritime disaster in, in the United States. It was, uh, the Sultana was a steamboat that uh, 
exploded essentially oh damn okay um the the boilers on the ship exploded and it and it sank with like 400 people on board or no Jeez, uh okay it sorry it sank with like 2000 people on board it had a capacity of like 400 people oh you know what i might have heard of that i i remember hearing about like a steamboat that was like way over mm-hmm. like over capacity and it led to a tragedy that a lot of people died in because of that okay I didn't know it by name, but I have vaguely heard of it. But that's about where it's a vague memory from like high school. I couldn't tell you anything else about it. Okay. Um, and so and so people were like, okay, we've got like a potential naval operation. We have this like children's rhyme about like the exploding steamboat. Uh this this is probably some kind of ARG or like series about a, a maritime disaster. Yeah, already this has more like connective ARG DNA than the entirety of not of a uh, meat sleep does. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Meat sleep is kind of just like watch these videos that a fucked up guy made and like try to figure out if they're real or not. <laughs> uh, which is really just like an ARG that the viewers were playing with themselves. <laughs> yeah, as anyone can make a game. Sometimes you can make a game out of watching a YouTube video and saying, is that real? Be fucked up if it was. Yeah, and I mean, I, I, I think that interpretation is valid to be a game, but it certainly mm-hmm. wasn't completely the intent of Meat Sleeve's creators. Right. At any rate, on March 12th, Meat Sleeve uploaded a second video, or a second public video. You mean Noctend did? Yes. Oh, my God. Okay. okay. <laughs> yes. Okay. From here on out, we're only talking about Noctend. <laughs> You're right. Don't listen to what Marge says. <laughs> yeah. On uh, on March 12th, uh, Noctend uploaded a second public video. Uh, most of the Noctend videos are under, like, a minute. Most of them are only, like, 40, 30 to 40 seconds long. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I will say, with the Noctend, with the... Uh the priming i've been given the opening shots do kind of remind me of a submarine yeah so i don't know if you have your audio on i do okay (laughs) um so there is a voice in the background of this one saying the name helen so you're saying helen and i'm seeing some comments saying helen uh, someone else says, I think it says Kevin or kill him. I'm hearing churro. <laughs> How are you hearing churro? I hear, I hear. So the voice sounds like someone holding their tongue. Tillo. 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 So open this video yourself. Close your eyes. Think churro. Listen. <laughs> Okay, I can hear it a little bit. Um, Churro. 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 I definitely don't hear Helen. Um, so, I will say that uh, at certain points throughout this ARG, people speculated that it was viral marketing for different things. Um, churros. 
Yeah, for churros. Uh, so some people were like, oh, this is clearly another Bioshock ARG. Uh, and some people were like, this is clearly a Soma ARG. Uh, oh, it, okay. It never was confirmed to be viral marketing for literally anything. Uh, it's the best kind of viral marketing. Yeah. <laughs> Where you walk away wanting to buy something vaguely. <laughs> um. So I... I think that this was just like a original indie project, mm-hmm. um, especially considering that the creator never stepped forward. But so in this video, uh, there is the the voice saying Helen or Churro or whatever you think that they're saying. It's Churro. <laughs> um, and there is also a big block of letters and numbers displayed on the screen. Um, and people figured out that. Uh, the voice says Helen 16 times, so they needed to put it in hexadecimal code, which is base 16, essentially. Okay, yeah. Um, and if you translate the hex in the video, uh, you get the, the phrase, hello world, Helen, I wait, with some random numbers and letters thrown in the mix. Interesting. Do you uh, know, you know what hello world is, right? Yes. Okay. Um, and the random numbers and letters take you to a, another hidden video. Okay. System 00033 deceased. Oh. Okay, different sectors. Pressure watertight stable. Oh, God. Okay, it talked to me at the end, and I did not like that. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, it said letters. I yeah. thought it. I thought it said hello at first, and it really freaked me out. Oh no! Because it's L I O U Y. I yeah. heard L I O, and I was like, "Hello!" I was like, "Ah, fuck!" Computer's <laughs> talking at me while I'm trying to read its submarine subsystem protocols. Uh. So yeah. So the. It's it's one it's kind of the same format of video. It's cut with even more text this time. Um, the the first block says system zero 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 three three deceased. System zero one zero nine zero deceased. System zero 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 one zero alive. Um, and then di- the music kind of changes and different text appears. It says pressure watertight stable. Sector one stable. Sector two stable. Sector 3, stable. Sector 4, principle of flooding. Sector 5, stable. Sector 6, signal missing. Sector 7, stable. Uh, And then the last block of text says, there's another mother to sleep here. Um, And the voice is spelling out L-I-O-U-Y, which is telegraph code for why do you not answer my question? Huh, okay. Uh, and people weren't really sure what to make of there's another mother to sleep here, uh, but a partial anagram of it is thermostat error no sleep. Okay. Um, so this, uh, this, this particular video kind of reinforced people's theories that this was about some kind of maritime disaster, mm-hmm. uh, because you get like system, whatever deceased pressure, watertight, stable principle of flooding, 
Um, people were speculating, apparently, that this was, like, actually about, like, an ARG about something to do with the SS Sultana. Um, okay. I think this is also where people started to speculate about, like, Bioshock and stuff like that. Sure. <clears throat> um, and then, on March 19th, uh, exactly a week later, uh, Noctan uploaded another public video. And all of these so far have the same, like, binary uh, sequencing titles as well, which is important to note. Okay. Is this one going to talk at me? Uh, only a little bit, I think. Okay. See, I really like the Noctan intro thing. It's good. I actually like this a lot. Um... So, this one also has, like, uh, letters and numbers on the screen. Um, it says A, and then it has a string that looks like a YouTube ID, and then it has 14. Uh, people thought that the text was another YouTube ID, but they couldn't figure out what to do with it. Um, they, it wasn't a regular ID, it wasn't a Caesar cipher. Uh, eventually, they figured out that it was a Gronsfeld cipher, which is a version of the Visioneer cipher that uses a numbered key instead of a phrase that is a key. Well, I knew that, but I'm glad you explained <laughs> it for the audience. Um, and the numbered key was the 10th to 20th digits of pi. Okay. And they figured that out because the backwards voice in the video says pi backwards. Um, and if you take A to 14 and you convert them from mm. hex to decimal, you get 10 and 20. Okay. So they put the ID through the Gronsfeld cipher and they got another hidden video. Damn. All right. Way to go, gang. <laughs> uh the knock 10 logos acting up huh i require assistance assimilations of systems deceased okay something's fucked up so yeah so this one has coordinates um it also plays an alarm bell at the end uh, and this is the first one where, like, Knock 10 kind of talks directly to the viewer mm -hmm. in the text. And it, it has coordinates and it says, I require assistance, assimilation of systems deceased. Uh, if you plug those coordinates into Google Maps, it takes you to the Mariana's Trench. Okay. That's the, like, is that the super deep area of the ocean? Is that right? Yep. Okay. Yep. It takes you essentially directly above the Mariana Stretch. Okay. <clears throat> We're getting deep, y'all. Uh, and someone on Stack Exchange said, Significance of this placement is unknown, but seems unlikely to be coincidental. <laughs> <laughs> so then... A couple of days later, on March 23rd, uh, 2015, uh, three videos were all posted in one day, and they were all titled 0101 0101. 
uh, which were the first videos that were out of sequence with the binary numbers. Okay. Uh, and these are very strange compared to the videos that they had gotten so far. Mar, so I, I just jump scared myself uh, because I glanced outside and then a light outside went off. <laughs> oh, no. Um, but it wasn't the thunderstorm, which I was kind of expecting. Um, when I regained my focus and realized what it was, it was just a lightning bug. So that's where I am. And this isn't even a horror ARG. Oh, no. Well, here's the next video for you to watch. I'm sure it's going to be great, judging by the sound of your voice. Assimilation of 00033. That's one of the deceased things. Oh, I don't like this. <laughs> it's like a home movie. I don't like this at all. <sighs> okay. So tell me about this video, Marn. So this video actually tells us a lot. It does. Uh, it's pretty plot important. Um, so you see it trying to assimilate the subjects, uh, and then it suffers an error. Um... And you hear the female robot voice saying too many, many, many data. Uh, and then you see uh, this like home video of like kids on Christmas, uh, which has been speculated to be one of the like assimilated subjects memories that like knock 10 is replaying. Um, yes. And that's when people are like, oh, Maybe Noc 10 is like a machine that is assimilating humans and like their memories. Okay. Um But so you also see that Noc 10 is rebooting after this error and you hear it speaking. Yeah, it says Helen, why won't you respond? I wish to die and Helen, I want you to break us. Yeah, and it also has the same L I O U Y uh, recording mixed in there. Yeah. I don't want to listen to a computer tell me it wants me to break it. <laughs> so now we have a computer that's stuck at the bottom of the ocean, has a bunch of assimilated human memories in it, and really wants Helen to kill it. This is the plot of Ghosts of the Sargasso, my favorite Venture Bros episode. <laughs> it kind of is. Um... And videos five and six got put up at the same time. Uh, they are six second videos. They're both essentially the same video. Uh, they have underwater sounds and just dot, dot, dot flashing on screen like a loading bar. Okay. Uh, which is essentially showing Knock 10 in the process of rebooting. Okay. Um, and there was a comment on one of these that I really liked, which just said, thanks, Knock. Very cool. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, yeah, so that all gets dumped in one day. Uh, it's pretty big plot wise for Knock 10. Uh, on March 30th, uh, the puzzles pick up again. So... All of the 010101 videos don't have puzzles in them. Mm -hmm. They kind of exist outside of the sequence. Um and they and they tend to be more like plot focused than the puzzle ones. 
Um, so the sequence picks up again with the seventh uh, public video. Um, it's nothing super special. It displays more text on screen, has the same music, but it switches to a different song halfway through, uh, which is Air on the G-String. Okay. Uh, and people thought that this text... Uh, which is ISL4 and then a big space and then 9XEFTVZ uh, was some kind of cipher related to the letter G because of the music. Okay. Um, but after a bunch of failed tries, they realized that what they thought was an I at the beginning was actually a lowercase L. And that was why they couldn't <laughs> shift it properly. We've all been there. Yep. Yeah. So they realized that it was actually a really simple shift. And if you just shift the first block of letters by four and then the second block of letters by nine, you get <laughs> the correct YouTube ID. <laughs> uh, and that takes you to another kind of like short video that is that shows more of Noctend's, uh reboot process. Okay. Um. Oh my god, a train just went by in the distance and I thought it was part of the video. (laughs) (laughs) I'm starting to hear thunder. Oh no. Um, So yeah, so so you you see it rebooting, you see the same like sector analysis. Uh, There's also a message that says Lobostorm damage, neurotransmitters working, DMA working, biomachine parameters in line. Okay. Um, And so people were like, okay, this like we're this is like some kind of bio machine that has neurotransmitters or like can connect to human neurotransmitters. That's pretty fucked up. Yeah. And so then on May fifth, over a month later, the longest video yet goes up. Okay. And it's another O one O one video. Which ones are the O one O one videos? Uh, they kind of exist mostly for like plot reasons and are outside the sequence of like a puzzle video and then you solve the puzzle and then it takes you to like a more important video okay. that tells you something new. Uh, the O1-O1s have, they don't ever lead to puzzle videos and they're mostly like longer videos that exposit things. Okay. So these these are the like like the um the Christmas videos before were the oh one oh yeah ones. okay um this one is mostly static though yeah, it's a lot of noises yeah okay just a lot of digital noises Marn, we already do the scaredy cat show it's literally this. <laughs> Is this all there is, Marn? Uh, pretty much. Okay. You can hear like su- you can hear like submarine noises at the end. Okay. Um, and like an emergency siren. But yeah, it's mostly like static and like tape recorder noises. Um, it shows the phrase recovery recovery memory data, uh, on screen. Sometimes you can like hear people speaking, but it's indecipherable. Okay. Um, an important thing I want to highlight is that there's a comment down underneath that says. Knock 10. They took memories from other people. Knock 10. Recovering memories. Knock plus 10. Plus 10 people. There are 10 people in Knock. Okay. 
That checks out. Hell yeah. Uh, so then, uh, 20 days later, on the 25th, uh, there was a video that was back in sequence, uh, in the, in the binary sequence. Um, and I will send that to you. Uh, that also has different music in this one. Oh, it's Smash Mouth. This is All Star. <laughs> no, it's something else that's ominous and creepy. I get it, Mar. It sounds kind of familiar, but I can't place it. Uh, apparently, it is a symphonic poem called "The Isle of the Dead." Oh, that one. If you, if you look in the comments. Okay. Um, this is the one video that I have no fucking clue how they solved it. <laughs> uh, it, it, it displays like a, a clearly ciphered, uh, YouTube channel ID or not channel ID, video ID on, uh, on the screen, uh-huh. but there is absolutely no context even if you go into the comments there's just like nothing alright and then the player solved it and then we moved on <laughs> and didn't yeah, even question so- it so they solved it um, and then they found the next hidden video um, which is like the most distorted Noctend video it's like 20 seconds of literally just static and like static uh and, like white noise in both video and audio okay uh and if there's anything hidden in the audio nobody has ever found it <laughs> wow okay um but yeah so two weird and incomprehensible videos <laughs> on june 16th another 0101 video got thrown up uh, which is a video of Nock experiencing another error. Okay. So we find out Nock's name in this one uh, because on screen it says Research Station Nocturne. Okay. Um, and it's mostly just like more like black and white videos, presumably of memories. Um, you see like a little graphic of a brain with neurotransmitters coming out of it. Uh, at one point you can hear someone saying Helen, Helen. Uh, and then, it, and then at the end, uh, knock puts the word kill on screen. Cool. Okay. And then a couple weeks later, video, uh, 11 goes up and I'll, uh, I'll, I'll, I'll let you judge on this one for yourself. Uh, Jesus. I haven't even hit play yet. Okay, no, it's just silent, I guess. I will turn you around, put hooks in your jaws, and bring you out with your whole army, your horses, your horsemen fully armed, and a great horde with large and small shields, all of them brandishing their swords. Great victory over the nations. Don't like it when my computers start telling me things like that. That's just the Bible, baby. I like it less when a computer quotes the Bible at me. (laughs) That's somehow Uh, worse. 
And so there was another video actually put up the same day, um, which is the same. It's also 39 seconds long, like this one. Uh, but instead of a Bible verse, it just has a string of numbers uh, that show up on the screen. Uh, and this is the one that I had to translate a bunch of Italian comments to figure out how it was supposed. <laughs> okay. So, people figured out that the quote in the first video uh, was from Ezekiel 38.4, and Great Victory Over the Nations is just the title of Ezekiel 38. To solve the numerical sequence, you have to take Ezekiel 38.4, the quote from the video, Uh and number every single letter, starting as I equals 1, and then the W in Will is 2, Uh, But you have to exclude all spaces and all repeat letters. And then you have to match the letters to the numbers in the numerical sequence. Jesus. Yeah. Okay. (laughs) And then that got them to hidden video number six, which is a restored version of the 0101 video that had like just come out a couple weeks before. The one that I said I wouldn't I couldn't Uh watch. I'm probably good on this one too then it's I will say this is like less creepy because it's just like a science video okay uh and it it says and the audio you can actually hear it like what they're saying and at the beginning it says recovery data from temporal lobe okay so this is the biggest development since the atomic bomb yeah. So most of what we know about the lore of Noctan comes from this video uh, because it is literally someone explaining the Noctan experiment. <laughs> um, it's it's literally a doctor who is talking about his and Dr. Helen's neuroscience project, Noctan, uh, and how it will uh, put the human body through a body and mind generator. I you mean uh, Doctan is this character's name? <laughs> Um, And he says, it will put the human body through a body and mind generator to continue the evolution of human communication. Uh, And he says that there's a device inside the research station Nocturne that can read human thoughts uh, and is supposedly the biggest human progress after the atomic bomb. Uh, And at one point you hear him address either the defense secretary. I think he says Madam Secretary. Hmm. Um, but it, it's clear that they are, like, presenting this, like, project to the government. Gotcha. Okay. So we know that not that uh, Research Station Nocturne was supposed to be a underwater science experiment uh, that could read human minds. Uh, but now something has gone horribly wrong. Um, if you go by the um the diagnosis before that says like principle of flooding or signal missing uh we can presume that part of the research station is flooded uh and knock is suffering okay so it wants us to break it yeah it wants it wants uh helen who is one of the doctors that worked on the knock 10 project 
to come back and shut it down essentially. So I've got a alternate read. Uh-huh. Um maybe it's not like flooding flooding. Maybe it's like flooded with memories. Oh, because everything that we've seen so far is like it failing to process memories correctly and just like blowing up because too many memories or whatever are getting loaded into it. Whatever whatever terminology you want to use, but like all of this is like flooding it. That's an interesting read. And we do know that some of the subjects are deceased, so you could technically read that as like something is wrong with the project and it's killing the subjects and like overloading the computer. Yeah. Ho ho ho, interesting. Um, I mean, at the same time, this is a thing, it's at the bottom of the Marianas Trench, so maybe it's just flooded. <laughs> so. <laughs> it could be it both. It could even. be both. You know, the fun thing about metaphors is that sometimes they're both. <laughs> sometimes something is too thick. The green light that, uh, uh, that, uh, that Gatsby yearns for is also just a light. so the next video is back in sequence uh it comes out a um a little bit over a month later on august 12th uh it is it shows a number letter sequence in a diamond okay um also the regular knock 10 intro music is gone it's just static noises i don't like that Uh, but yeah, it shows a number letter sequence in a diamond. I don't understand how to solve this because I straight up don't understand math. <laughs> <laughs> so I struggled with okay. this one. Uh, but apparently you have to solve it using a mathematical sequence called the Padavan sequence. Okay. Which is... Some kind of sequence of integers that involves triangles. I looked it up when I was writing this outline and I still don't understand it. <laughs> I do like... I'm looking at the uh, at the comments. I do like someone commented on this video. Uh, triple posted, who are you? Why you make these videos? What signify? <laughs> I A lot of the... Uh, comments on these videos are really good oh okay i'm i'm looking on like a, a math website for children that's explaining the padavan <laughs> sequence to me apparently it's apparently it's like the fibonacci sequence but instead of uh squares it's triangles okay so the the fibonacci sequence is like equilateral squares um, the Padavan sequence is equal equilateral triangles. Okay. Um, that kind of spiral outwards. So I guess they had to cross the numbers and letters off in in sequence with the Padavan sequence. And they got a YouTube ID for another YouTube video. Another hidden video. Okay. Oh, that's just screeching. There's a guy yelling numbers, I think. I can't quite make it out. 
What's this one, Marn? So it's a distress call from inside the research station. Oh, I could um, I could the, barely hear it. Yeah, so the guy is saying, uh, "Mayday, mayday, mayday!" This is November Oscar Charlie. Uh, he gives the coordinates that that uh, Knock gave earlier in uh, video three or Set four. Set the Marianas Trench um, coordinates. Yeah, and says. Uh, and says like this is fault seven seven zero zero six zero one zero nine zero. Um, it could be fault or vault. People read it either way. Oh, it's a fallout ARG. Uh, and says the water is flowing everywhere, and you hear uh, sirens at the okay, end. Okay, sometimes the flooding is just water. I get it. <laughs> uh, so it is what appears to be a live question mark distress call from inside the station or something that has already happened prior to like the subjects being deceased. Okay. Um, and we know that it is from, uh, the research station nocturne because he says November Oscar Charlie, which is knock. Yes. Okay. Uh, the next one is the second one where I have no idea how the hell they solved it. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, it shows a sequence of numbers and letters underneath a chessboard. I, the music's back. Yeah. And, uh, this was posted on August 21st. So a little bit over a week later. Okay. I have no idea how they solved it. The comments told me nothing. Um, I tried to join one of the Italian Facebook groups, but I don't think they've let me in yet. (laughs) (laughs) Um, And I personally think that it was some kind of grid cipher using the positions of the chess pieces as guides, but I can't prove that. (laughs) okay uh and it leads to the last hidden video which is in a weird format that hadn't been posted on the knock 10 video before in that it is literally like live filmed footage of someone talking to another person oh yeah i was starting to get slender man footage territory so they've created a global system. Do yeah. They need more time and more money. He, so he says that uh, he he is talking to Doctor Helen, who he calls Mister Helen in this video. Uh, he says they're going to activate a global system, uh, using Doctor Helen's research, and that there is some subject that they've like set up a network uh with. But they need more time and money. Uh, he says something about the vast temporal lobe. And we are very, very near something really, really big. Uh, and he talks about it being completely wireless. Okay. So it, it's it's hard to tell what he is saying in some parts of this video. Because the audio is glitched. And also he uh-huh. has an accent. Um, but... Definitely they are talking about setting up some kind of, like, global brain temporal lobe network 
using like the research going on in research station nocturne i will say he might be i might just be primed to hear this because i know that the uh the videos are big in italy but he does sound like he has not an italian accent in the way that we think like mamma mia like not like that kind of italian accent but like a person in italy speaking english yeah i think that's one of the reasons why uh a lot of italians are pretty sure that the creator is italian because in this video and i think the other one where someone is narrating they do have very italianish accents yeah um and I saw people arguing in the comments of one of the other videos where they were like, oh, the way that they phrase these things is like very Italian English. And I was like, oh, okay. interesting. Yeah, it, I don't know, maybe maybe I'm mishearing it, but if everyone else thinks so too, then maybe I'm onto something. But it does sound like, uh, yeah, it sounds like someone speaking English in Italy, not like the Italian accent we think of when we... Yeah, think of Mario or whatever. <laughs> yeah. Um, so yeah, so so from this, we know that they want to use the research in the Nocturne uh, research station to activate some kind of like global human brain memory system. Mm-hmm. Um, it, some kind of like wireless system. Uh, and they're using human subjects to kind of like start that process um but they need the funding which is potentially why they're presenting it to the government uh in the other video right uh and we know that dr helen is a guy which was not what people had been assuming at that point Uh uh-huh i'm much less interested knowing that like dr helen is just the name of the other dude (laughs) working on the project what's the name of the the uh the the scientist who like whose research like created the nocturne vault yeah uh, what did you think what did you think helen was no i no just when we started like initially talking about helen it's i don't know my brain my brain immediately goes to lost um with john locke and helen um from like the first episode but i know that that's not obviously it but i just you start off a series like this and it talks about another character named Helen and it's like, okay, like is Helen like someone that the computer knows from memories? Is Helen just another person that knows the system, even if they're not directly involved? Um, You know, like it starts off, you kind of wonder questions like that. And then it's like, Oh, Dr. Helen is the other researcher on the project. And it's kind of like, Okay, well, <laughs> sure, she's cool. Little weird that they're calling her Dr. Helen instead of, like, by her last name, but that's fine. And then when it ultimately ends up being like, yeah, the other dude, Dr. Helen, it's like, oh, okay. <laughs> All right. Um, I will say, in, and I think one of the comments on the YouTube videos, um, or maybe in the Stack Exchange, there was someone had, like, this wild theory that... Uh, Apparently, hang on, I have to make sure this is true, and I'm not just about to tell you a bunch of bullshit. (laughs) Uh, Apparently, okay, there is a Navy submarine called the USS Helena, and people were like, 
what if Noc-10 is broadcasting two naval submarines and trying to get the submarines to destroy it? Yo. That's cool. What if the final arc of this ARG is like, quote-unquote, hacking into a submarine to destroy a robot brain? Hell yes. I'm 100% into this plot. I'm way more interested in that than I am into... Oh, and the other doctor's here, too. <laughs> um. So then on September 3rd, uh, another Owen Owen video was put up. Uh, and this one actually doesn't have a lot of super significance in it. Uh, well, it, it does, but it takes a while to get there. It's like a three-minute video. It's the longest video on the channel, I think. Okay. Um, oh, we're getting into some meat sleep style shots. <laughs> it has a lot of clips of just like electronics melting. Yeah. This is gross. I don't like this. That's something that might be blood on something spinning. Sector 4 error, internal data. Looks like something filling with water. It turns out water's just water, Marn. <laughs> Tell me about this video, Marn. Yeah, so it uh, it shows a, a bunch of clips of like bleeding and like melting electronics uh, that actually people sourced them to a music video that has nothing to do with the Knock Ten channel. They were just like really glitched and distorted clips from like a different person's music video. Um, it says offset, uh, sector four error, internal data, Helen shut down me. Um, okay. and in parts of the video, you can hear like people screaming. And at one point you can hear someone in the background saying, help someone help. Huh? Okay. <clears throat> uh, and sector four is the one with principle of flooding. We know from... The other yes. videos. So, Noctad's not doing so great. No, it's not. Uh, there's an error in Sector 4, which potentially means that it's flooded. We have video clips of things filling up with water. Uh, and Helen shut down me. <laughs> okay. Huh. I, I, uh, I want to I help it. Yeah. I this feel is why... really bad for this computer. This is why I was like 50-50 on you either hating this ARG or re or like really either enjoying it or like genuinely having emotions about it because like Noctet is a very sad ARG. Yeah, I I want to help this computer. <laughs> Noctet is literally just like 15 videos 17 videos of <laughs> A, uh, of a computer, like, begging its creator to shut it down. Yeah, I... I, I want to. Just turn it off, y'all. <laughs> Hel Helena, just get in there. <laughs> just unplug it. <laughs> just restart it. Turn it off and turn it back on again. Everything will be fine. Just stick so it in some rice. Leave it for, like, 24 <laughs> hours. <laughs> Come back. Your so, Christmas memories will be fine. So that video was posted on uh, September 3rd. 
Uh, and then three months later, on December 3rd, uh, people got what they thought was the last video in the sequence. Okay. Uh, it was another 0101 video. Um, it's a minute-ish long clip of a big bank of 10 monitors uh, playing different videos on them. Uh-huh. Which people speculated was, like, part of Knox's system, like, playing the different memories of the ten subjects that are part of Knox. Sure. Uh, and you hear an emergency siren go off in the background as the monitors start to, like, go out and turn to static. Okay. There's a guy yelling, mayday, mayday, in the background. There are people screaming. I don't like this. There's only one video on. I think on the video screen is a brain with wires in it. Uh, yeah, I think that's what okay. it is. Okay. Yeah, so there's just footage of a robot slowly dying as people scream in the background. Yeah, I'm not a fan. Yeah, it fucking sucks. I, I like some of the ideas that are here. I just don't like the very, like, dour way it's presented. Yeah, it's pretty depressing. Alright, and then the Knock 10 logo's at the end, so it sounds like it's an end, right? Or it seems like yeah, it's an and end. Uh, yeah, and right before the logo shows up, there's a little text that says all the memories. Mm-hmm. Uh, and over that, you hear uh, a slowed down version of the uh, the Mayday audio from the seventh hidden video. Um, so yeah, so this certainly seems to be footage of, like, direct footage of the Nocturne research station being destroyed. Yeah, it definitely seems like it. Uh, and this was widely assumed to be some kind of, like, ending or finale of knock 10 or like end of part one or something Mm -hmm. um especially because they show the knock 10 intro at the end and not the beginning um people kind of speculated like oh this might not be the end like maybe they'll switch and like start uploading something else and like there'll be a part two uh but and but a lot of people were like no, this is probably it. Like, this seems pretty definitive. Okay. But fast forward to 2016. <laughs> <laughs> so this video came out December 3rd, 2015. Okay. On September 26th, 1916, another 0101 video comes out out of nowhere and if you look at the comments for this video you can see people being like what the fuck is happening (laughs) (laughs) so i think you just said september 26 1916 and it threw me oh my god yes i meant 2016 oh oh this is the one in the comments where it has the person the person's like huge essay like theory about the submarine (laughs) (laughs) uh so it sounds to me like it's um like people remembering the like hey you've signed up for this research task thank you like you're doing your country proud this is all gonna go great no one's gonna drown there's not gonna be a robot that eats your brain 
Um, it's going to be great. We're all going to have a good time. Like they're remembering that speech is what this sounds like to me. Yes. And that's what I think it is. And a lot of people interpreted it as this was about knock 10 dying because it says giving your life for the cause. But the full speech is dear friend, you have given your best to preserve the integrity of this structure. Now we are asking you to give something more valuable, giving your life to the cause and making your country proud of you. Nationwide, I thank you and I assure your ultimate sacrifice will be enough to defeat the enemy. God bless you and I hear your serenity. Try to stay calm until your position composes. Soon it will be over. Listen to my voice, relax, and try to think of all the good you have done for the nation. Sacrificing your life, you have made the world a better place. And... I think, and a lot of people interpreted this as Noctan is sacrificing itself by self-destructing. I think that this is memories of what the subjects hear as they're, like, being assimilated into Noct. Yeah, this sounds to me like a, like a very, like, military-esque, like, you know, hey, you're set. You you know you're, like, you're giving saying giving your life is a little dramatic for what I'm talking about. But like, you are dedicating your life to the service of this thing ahead of you. Like, thank you for that. You're doing your country proud. Like that kind of you know stereotypical speech. Except it's for like a research project that they are probably going to die doing. Which if you're plugging wires into brains to try and upload memories to a computer, I feel like there's a pretty understandable and reasonable chance that you do. And I feel like it's one of those things that like, they're like, Hey, this is going to go great. You're doing a good thing. You're giving your, you're, you're sacrificing your life for the circus, for the, the sake of our science. But like, that's a good thing and your country. will love you for it. It'll be great. It'll be painless. Things will go great. You definitely won't drown. It's going to be awesome. Um, and turns out it wasn't. Yeah, and uh, there's another voice in the middle of the speech that says, I hear, remember, never forget something eyes. Uh, no one has been able to figure out what it actually says. Huh. Uh, and then at the end of the video, it plays a little clip of uh, A Wonderful World, and it says, all that memories on the screen. Hmm. Uh, and there's also some possible morse code in the background uh people interpreted it as rtd tested ues zra uh okay and i don't even know if it is really morse code it could just be beeps that people were uh were trying <laughs> to interpret but given that the word tested is in there i'm almost inclined to think that it's real uh, yeah, if it's not, that's a real big coincidence. Yeah, and and so RTD, I think in naval language, stands for resistance temperature detector, and ZRA stands for zero resistance ammeter, which I have no idea what that is, but... Okay, sure, yeah. <laughs> apparently, Same boat. Apparently they're, they're like corrosion detectors or something. Um, sure. And so yeah, a lot of, a lot of people interpreted this as like knocks like final message after self-terminating i don't think that it is i i think i i think it's more likely to be some kind of like 
an instructional tape to like the people working at the research facility or like being prepared to be assimilated by knock uh yeah this is your dharma t- yeah dharma exactly tape. It's, it's like a dharma tape um either way the channel has not uploaded since then uh nobody knows who made it nobody knows if they went on to make other stuff uh or if they're planning on continuing this at some point and no one has ever come forward to claim it huh maybe it was uploaded by a sub not subterranean a sub submarine that's why they call it that maybe this was updated by a submarine computer i mean literally for all we know that could be the truth (laughs) (laughs) uh there was so there was a attempted like spinoff slash game jack uh that started in july 2016 uh which was called helen plus 10 uh but people were able to determine pretty quickly that it was a game jack because uh the the style was pretty different from the other videos um it i it never like linked to the knock 10 channel in any way nor did the knock 10 channel like acknowledge it at all and it also uses clips from like other web series and args in its videos which is oh weird not yeah something that knock 10 did yeah like i i would never if i were making a web-based arg i feel like that's like definitely off limits is grabbing from other args or web series yeah like if i were to make a like a youtube horror series for whatever reason and just like start suddenly grabbing clips from like marble hornets yeah, and, like, throwing, like, just... like throwing a filter over them. Yeah. <laughs> Grainy footage of Evan walking with a knife. Yeah, and so I, I think uh, people kind of figured it out because it was like that. It was like, I don't know, I, I watched some of the, the clips on the channel and it, it very much kind of like lacks the the kind of like subtlety and mystery of the Knock 10 channel almost. I want to sure. say, um, and so and so people figured out that it was a it was a game jack. Um, I it might still be uploading. I'm not completely sure. It it might be that whoever was doing it kind of like abandoned it, but I have no idea. Okay. Um, but yeah, so that was pretty much the end of Knock Ten. It's I know a lot of people who like consider this their favorite ARG. Like it's pretty universally beloved by the people who know about it it's just like a Mm -hmm. really neat little thing this is a very neat little thing i i (laughs) i like a lot of what it's doing um the fact that it's kind of wrapped in calling it horror videos is probably too strong but they're videos that are too creepy for me i'm i'm very sensitive to like youtube style horror oh yeah i mean Um, absolutely same and so like stuff like this i just don't it's just not what i am interested in so as much i I like some of the ideas that this has going on but like i can't watch those videos um i don't know if i'm gonna edit around it but there were a couple times when i got a little bit into the videos and i was like okay marn i need to turn this one off tell me about it (laughs) um but like the it it what i saw was done really well yeah it's 
that's the part that gets me. It's like, it's so mysterious, and whoever made it clearly is extremely good at audio and visual editing. Yeah. They really know what they're doing, and it came, it comes together really well. Like... It's not it's not for me, but I appreciate it. Yeah, like whoever did this perf- like came up with a story, professionally edited 24 videos, I think, around this story. Yeah. And and like made custom audio for them, made custom visuals, came up with all of these different puzzles, and then was like, "Okay, I've done what I wanted to do," and bounced. <laughs> I'm, I'm, well done. Voila. <laughs> like, hell yeah. That's how you do an internet mystery. Yeah, this is, this is not for me, but hats off to you. And it is very much the kind of, like, weird YouTube horror aesthetic where, like, you might come across one of these videos in the wild, like, totally divorced of context and be like, oh, that's kind of, like, a, a cool, like, aesthetic, uh, creepy video. And then as you, like, start digging into it, you're like, oh, there's, like, actually a whole story here. And there's, like, hidden secrets. <laughs> which I think is very cool. Yeah, this is really neat. I I, I appreciate this a lot. I'm not going to say I like it, but I appreciate <laughs> it a lot. And I, and, and I feel like it's rare almost for, like, a YouTube horror thing to, like, have its creator stay totally anonymous and not, like, come forward about it or, like, post on other websites to, like, gain interest. Like, Mm -hmm. as far as I know, people discovered this channel completely on their own. Like, the the creator didn't post it anywhere, like, try to get eyes on it. Wild. Which could be untrue and like they could be one of the people who started that stack exchange page but yeah as far as i know it was just like someone posted it to like the puzzles page on stack exchange and was like hey has anybody seen this like fucked up youtube channel what's up with that (laughs) what if a fucked up youtube channel looked at you yeah exactly In a way, I, I I kind of love that the the creator stayed completely anonymous because it makes it slightly more immersive, and it yeah. is like very easy to believe like oh this is just like a computer making these videos. Yeah, this was definitely uploaded by an actual computer at the bottom of the actual Marianas Trench. Absolutely. Yeah. That's my theory. Yeah. <laughs> an actual computer made these. And like Hatsune Miku made <laughs> Hatsune made Miku not made ten. Not ten. <laughs> <laughs> and I feel like I I I also know a lot of people who very deeply connect to this ARG because it is weird in that like it's a tragedy ARG. Yeah, it's it's very not dark in like the way that you'd normally expect an ARG to be dark, but it's dark in just like tone and like bleakness. Yeah. And like the, I mean, we've covered several ARGs at this point where like one of the main characters was like an AI or an angel or like something inhuman that like can't relate to human beings. But 
this kind of does a really different twist on it where it's like, oh, it's this, like, research, it's this sentient research station that has, like, done a bunch of really fucked up things, but, like, it's not evil, it's actually suffering, and it wants to be shut down. Yeah, like, the computer didn't do it itself. Like, the computer doesn't necessarily like the fact that it's fucking up while doing all this either. It's bleak. In a way that I appreciate, even if I don't like it. <laughs> yeah. I mean, love a, love a sad uh, research station. <laughs> More sad research stations. <laughs> this is what Lost should have been about. Oh, you're so right. <laughs> uh, now that we, I mean, we're already halfway there, but do we want to, do we want to rate this ARG? Yeah, let's do it yeah um how do you how would you rate it on story um i mean for what story there is honestly probably like a eight (laughs) yeah it's very cool what's there is great it's it's neat i uh i'm a little disappointed that my flooding theory didn't really hold water uh that was unintentional i apologize (laughs) um I just derailed myself. Um, <laughs> no, I'm, I'm, I, I wish it had been, it's about to say I wish it had been a little deeper, but that's also a pun. I can't talk about the CRG cause there's too many puns about it. Um, I, yeah, I, 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 mean, I, I like mean, the, go ahead. Oh, I, I was just going to say, I, I feel like you're not going to get a lot of nuance in like 24 videos. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, I wish it had a little, I wish it was a little deeper. I wish it was, um, I, I wish that they had I, I, I don't know what I'm trying to say I, I I like it I wish there'd been a little bit more of it and that it uh, personally I wish it would have taken place in more than just creepy YouTube videos but sometimes you just have to accept that creepy YouTube videos is what a thing is so hats off to you you made very good creepy YouTube videos <laughs> yeah I mean Obviously, I wish that there was, like, slightly more nuance or, like, they had expanded it more and maybe just, like, even, like, five more videos. Um, but, I, but I like that what's there, there is a comprehensible story to follow and it's not just, like, creepy and fucked up for the sake of being creepy and fucked up. Um, and I like that it is something completely original to youtube horror that we've obviously never talked about before (laughs) yeah i on one hand i wish there was on one i wish there was a little bit more i wish that we knew more about like see i i kind of wish we knew more about the doctors and stuff like that but at the same time i really appreciate how all that we get of this is like video files that are either pulled from a memory or like something that a computer would reasonably have access to. I, I I actually really like that about this. And I feel like getting diluted and trying to talk about the doctors and stuff like that. It probably just dilutes it. I, I, I think I've talked myself out of wanting more. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's a very cool like narrative device that they have this like constraint on the point of view. Yeah. Yeah, eight out of ten, nine out of ten, somewhere in there. I I like I I like what it's going for a whole lot. Hell yeah. Uh, what do you think about these puzzles? I think they're good. Yeah. I would be inclined to give it like a eight. Yeah, I'll give it a ten. 
I think these are Hell great. Yeah, like, yeah I could bump it to a ten. There are a couple that we can't decipher ourselves, but like, if a whole ARG can be deciphered ourselves, it's probably not very good. You know, like <laughs> I I think it's really cool. I really like what they went for. I like what they uh, were able to put together and. Each video had similar solutions, but different ways to get to it each time, which I like a lot. Um, all in all, I think this is a really cool set of puzzles. Yeah, I like that they uh, that everyone kind of knew that they were solving for like a, a YouTube video ID every single time, but they had to figure out a different way to get there. Yeah, yeah, I like that a whole lot. That's something that I really appreciate in uh in arg design like this where you know having players know conceptually what they're looking for as a solution you know maybe it's something like well players should know that like every solution they find is going to go on the end of the url of pepsi navy exposed for example um like knowing that the solution that you find will eventually go up there and that once you're able to use it there it'll get you the next thing it gives the players a framework to work with um with this one knowing that you're looking for a youtube url and having to figure out how to take what's on the screen and like turn it into a youtube url is really cool i like that a whole lot yeah, I like that a lot too. And it's it's also the kind of thing where I could like see people going through and kind of like taking a weekend or like a week or whatever and actually solving the whole thing themselves. Yeah, that'd be cool. Like I given enough time, I probably could have figured out what that chessboard code actually was. Mm-hmm. I just didn't do a lot of research into what it was. <laughs> sure. I get you. I, uh, I was hoping that they would let me into the Italian Facebook group and I could actually ask them what it was. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to establish but, a new audience in Italy. Welcome. I guess. <laughs> um, how do you feel about the replayability of this one? I mean... It's a 10, yeah. right? Yeah, it's all yeah. there. It's all still there. <laughs> I, 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 mean, I could watch every video. Yeah, the good thing about, about YouTube is that, like, if you're just uploading videos and using youtube at like its simplest function like the only thing that could possibly go wrong is if you use copyrighted music and they pull a video yeah or yeah i think the i think all of the music in these was old enough that it bypassed that so yeah it's safe yeah there you go yeah 10 like well done (laughs) Are we just giving knock 10 tens across the board? How do you feel about the fun of this one, Marn? Oh, no. Oh, God. Like a... <laughs> I forgot about fun. Um, oh, boy. It's a... This is like trying to do a podcast about how fun documentaries are and starting yeah. with Dear Zachary. Like, oh, God. Um, the act of doing the puzzles and keeping up with the storyline, I'm sure, was so much fun while you were actively <laughs> doing it. But at the end of the day, this is just like a computer repeatedly begging you to kill it 
while showing you the bad reasons and its bad brain and how much pain it's in. <laughs> yeah. This is not for me. <laughs> <laughs> That's kind of why I wanted to do this one after Pizza Time. Yeah. Pizza, so we were, like, coming off of the high of, like, a comedy ARG. I was going to say, I am... <laughs> infinitely more interested in a pizza time pizza style thing than i am into like the last thoughts of a dying computer uh what do you think about this one on the fun like i know fun is relative because like you know if you to use a metaphor like with video games there are some people that think that like fun is just like solving a puzzle in candy crush like that's enough that's easy that's fun other people are like, I want the hardest, no holds barred, like, most challenging Dark Souls run I can do. And I'm going to follow that up with The Last of Us 2 on the most incredible difficulty so that I just get, like, beaten down emotionally and on the gameplay experience. Like, fun is a relative term, obviously. Um, so even though this is a one for me, what do you think about it? almost inclined to give it a five or a six yeah. because this is the kind of story that i do enjoy mm-hmm. um yeah i mean it, it is obviously a depressing story but i think that it's done so well and it has so much room for interpretation that i personally find that fun <laughs> yeah i i think that those elements of it are fun too um i would not I would not sit down and play this or like, I'm not going to listen back to this episode after, uh, after editing. <laughs> Cause this is a very sad ARG. <laughs> um, I feel like our rating system, it's not like we're not going out of 40. We're going like out of 30 and then a side rating for fun. So I think this one still is like perfect tens across the board. Hell yeah. Knock 10. Knock, knock. Fuck. Knock 10 out of 10. Knock 10 out of 10. <laughs> hey, I'm Saker. And I'm Evan. And our podcast is It's All Been Done, a Bare Naked Ladies podcast. Hey, what's that podcast about, Ev? So, do you know of a band called Bare Naked Ladies? One week. Yeah, yeah, that's one of them. Okay, all right, cool. Yeah, I know yeah, of them. Yeah. Do you ever want to learn more about them? Or... Absolutely not. <laughs> okay, well, then this is the podcast for you because we teach you nothing with various guests. Yeah, like uh, like Matt Besser. Holy we shit. Climbed in a second story window and partied in this house where we barely where we didn't know at all the people. That was crazy. Holy fuck, Mike Mitchell. What? Well, I, I don't know how, how, like, how much you guys really do love bare naked ladies justin mcelroy grab your tongue grab your tongue and i want you to say born on a pirate ship you were born on a pile of shit and many more so check it out but also if you don't like bare naked ladies we talk about them probably like a third of the time so Uh, yes that's every tuesday wherever fine podcasts are sold we can make a board game about it uh anywho do you want to get into recommendations uh yeah let's do it all right uh, Marn, what do you have to recommend this week? My recommendation for this week is the new Invisible Man movie that uh, just came out back in like March. I've heard that's really good. It rules. I watched it last weekend with Alyssa just kind of because I had been meaning to watch it, like literally since it was in theaters, but then coronavirus happened and it got pushed to like on demand. Yeah. Um, 
and I had been meaning to watch it, but I know that, like, every time I sit down to watch a horror movie, or not, like, every time, but, like, when I sit down to watch, like, a, a an extremely stressful horror movie, I'm always like, boy, I'm gonna have a great time watching this horror movie, and, and then, like, five minutes in, I'm like, wow, I regret doing this. It's like, <laughs> Even- I... I just remembered the state of the world. Yeah. Or like, or just like, I just remembered that I don't want to be scared, actually. Sure, yeah. I can't Um, leave this house, so the last thing I want to do is be scared of it. Yeah, and like, I haven't been watching that much horror during quarantine, I want to say. I've been watching more like upbeat movies, which is like weird for me. I watched Jaws last month because... You watched watched Cats and Artemis Fowl, so those are... (laughs) up there i watched joss last month because it was starting to be summer and i was like i want to watch a summer movie so i watched joss Um, (laughs) but yeah aside from that i haven't watched any horror movies since like the beginning of quarantine which is wild anyway uh last weekend i was like i'm gonna watch invisible man because i've been meaning to for like three months um and so Alyssa and i watched it together remotely obviously uh, and it's really, really, really good. Like, I knew going in that a lot of people enjoyed it. It's awesome, and I want to watch it again. Hell yeah. It's like... So, you know how Universal was doing the whole, like, stupid Universal Monsters thing? Yeah. Where they were trying to, like, make a cinematic universe with, the, like, the, the mummy and shit? Is it the Dark Universe? The Dark World? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so... Apparently, like, after the the Mummy movie came out, they reassessed that because it it didn't make them any money. Um, (laughs) And they they went to um, Blumhouse, which is, like, a subdivision of Universal that just makes horror movies. That's, Um, uh... Yes, I know Blumhouse. I can't name any other movies off the top of my head, but I know who you're talking about. Uh, Blumhouse did Get Out, and what else did they do? Oh, that's uh, what they... I was. That's what I was gonna say, but I thought no, no, no yeah. that's Monkey Paw. But Monkey Paw is the something, whatever. I yeah, you're right. Yeah. You're right. They, they were they, 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 yeah, yeah. They produced Get Out. Um, they produced Paranormal Activity. Uh, they produced like the Purge movies. Um, and a couple other things. Essentially, they produce horror movies on a smaller budget so that the creators can have a lot of creative freedom to kind of do what they want with the properties. Okay. Um, like, the original Paranormal Activity was made for $15,000. Yeah, I saw that one in theaters. I actually have never seen Paranormal Activity. (laughs) Saw it on a weird date thing. It was weird. Um, but yeah, movie was good. <laughs> um, and they and they also do like other stuff. Like they've done a couple TV shows. Anyway, uh, Universal went to them and was like, hey, like, do you guys want to, like, we have all of these like Universal monster properties. Like, do you guys want to do something with them? Um, and so they took... Lee Winnell, who wrote the original Saw movie, uh, and wrote, I think the, I think he wrote all the Insidious movies, um, and they were like, hey, if we give you, like, seven million dollars, will you make an Invisible Man movie? 
And he was like, yeah, whatever. Um, and <laughs> so they made this like amazing psychological thriller on like $7 million. A lot. I think like most of the effects are practical. I watched a video on how they did a lot of the effects and they like literally had uh, like production employees hiding in cabinets and like slamming them and doing shit like that. Um, Damn. It fucking rules. It's so good. I got a, I got a question regarding that. If you just take a person wearing a green screen suit and then digitally remove them. Is that considered a practical effect? I think it's considered like a digital effect. Okay. Because it feels like it's either like the most basic digital effect or like the closest you get to being a practical effect without going yeah, over. Yeah, and I mean, that is clearly what okay. they did for a lot of this movie, I will say. Uh-huh. Um, so, yeah, so it's uh, Elizabeth Moth. Elizabeth Moss, not Elizabeth Moth. Uh, Elizabeth <laughs> Elizabeth Moth. Mm, my God. <laughs> Elizabeth Moth. I get it. <laughs> Elizabeth Moss plays uh, the main character who is um, the wife of this like abusive businessman. Uh, she escapes and he appears to commit suicide, um, and he leaves her uh, like five million dollars. Um, and she ends up staying with her friends, but she develops this, uh, theory that her husband didn't actually die and he faked it and he is running around in this, like, invisible suit that he made, uh, to essentially, like, gaslight her and torture her. Like, she goes to a job interview and she, like, finds that someone has taken every single thing out of her, like, portfolio, um and she also like faints and she goes to the hospital and they're like yeah someone has like been drugging you with like extremely high amounts of diazepam um jesus yeah and it a lot of it is very like psychological horror of it will just be like her alone in the house and the camera will like linger for a really really long time on like empty parts of the room shit uh, and that, that's one of the things I liked about it where, like, there's not a lot of jump scares and instead they do these, like, very long, like, wide shots of environments or, like, very slow pans over an environment to, like, establish that there may or may not be something there. Um, Bloomhouse is just like, you're going to give us $8 million to shoot a corner for two hours? I'll do it. And it's scary <laughs> as hell. There's like, there's a really long shot. I think it's in one of the trailers where like, it's this wide shot of her in the kitchen and she's like cooking eggs and bacon in a pan. And it, this shot goes on for literally like a minute and she leaves the kitchen and you just see the empty kitchen on screen and the burner slowly turns up under the pan until like the eggs set on fire. Fuck. And it's, like, a silent, like, minute-long shot of it happening. Jesus. That sounds incredible. It's so good. And, and like, there are no jump scares, but there are things where it will, like, 
pan to a different area of the room and then like pan back to her and you see like something floating in the air or like something has changed and there were a couple of those where I definitely gasped because I noticed it (laughs) and like sometimes it it really just like doesn't draw attention to itself at all uh it's it's so good it's so good that sounds great uh also the the guy who plays the main guy in patriot is in it yeah, he's not the the shitty ex, right? No, he's he, like a detective or something. He plays uh the the shitty ex's brother who is like a, oh, okay. a lawyer uh oh, okay. who like handles his will and helps the helps the wife out and like gives her the money and stuff. Hell yeah, John Lakeman coming in clutch. <laughs> but yeah, it's 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 really really good. Um I want to watch it again. I super recommend it. Hell yeah. That sounds really cool. Yeah. Not my cup of tea, but I'm (laughs) sure the people who like that kind of tea are going to drink this right up. That's a painful metaphor. Um, My recommendations this week. Marn, do you remember the first time that we had Riley on the show and we said, what's your recommendation for the week? And they said, you know what I've been watching lately is Naruto. Mm Mm-hmm. And we said, are you sure you don't want to pick something a little more, uh, I don't know, a little more obscure to like actually recommend to people? And they said, nope, Naruto's what I've been doing. Naruto's what I'm recommending. So my recommendation this week is Naruto. <laughs> um, I've been watching it in the background while I do my work this week. And it brings back a lot of really fun memories of being an anime kid in high school. Um, I'm really liking revisiting the show. Uh, I'm amazed at how much I really dislike the character that used to be my favorite character. Um, Shikamaru, if you're wondering. Um, It's very funny watching... So I watch the dub because I can like have it on in the background while I'm at work. I don't have to read subtitles, you know? Um, It's very funny how half of the cast is very dedicated to keeping the, the Japanese pronunciations from the original cast and half of the cast does not give a shit um so everyone calls the main character naruto except for sasuke's voice actor who's like naruto (laughs) (laughs) like every time without fail (laughs) says it like does the does the 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 the, like rue lu like that like softened pronunciation every time naruto and it's like, geez, it's very funny listening to Sasuke do that and nobody else in the cast. Um, I think like two people call the character Shikamaru. Everyone else is like, Shikamaru's doing this. It's very funny listening to people doing it. Uh, but yeah, uh, the show's fun. Uh, the original series of Naruto is great. The, I'm not a fan of Shippuden, but original Naruto kicks ass and Riley was right and they should say it. Um the other thing that I will recommend as a thing that I've been doing lately is I've been playing a lot of Fortnite mm-hmm. because I'm a middle schooler from 2018 and I'm surprisingly good at it. Hell I keep yeah. winning. Oh, I've been like, playing video games too. I forgot. <laughs> what have you been playing? Uh, I, um, so the, the, uh, the Switch summer sale was, it might still be on, I don't know. Uh, the, uh, the Spyro trilogy for the Switch was like 19 bucks. So I bought it and I've been very slowly 
uh, working my way through the first three Spyro games, like the remastered versions. <laughs> Hell yeah. I never played Spyro as a kid, but I should probably pick it up. Oh, they were like my favorite games as a kid. So I was like, eh, it's like $19. I'll like pick it up and see how it holds up. It's it's really good. I'm I'm actually enjoying it. Hell yeah. I mean, it is. they are very hard because they're PlayStation games from like the early 2000s and they do not go easy on you even though they are games for children so i had to put down the first spyro game for a while because i got to a point where it was like you need to like save 50 dragons to like unlock the next world and i was like well i've saved like 47 and the last three i don't have the skills to get to so i guess that's the end of the game for me (laughs) I I had the same experience um, years ago when Sly Cooper had a trilogy that got re-released on the PS3, um, where I was like, you know what? I never played the first one. I'll go back and do that. <laughs> and it's just like a bad Crash Bandicoot clone. Like, it's just a bad, like, platformer game uh or just like running platformer and i was like oh this this sucks but then slide two is like oh one of the best stealth games ever made <laughs> perfect here we go yeah i i really like the spire games as a child and i'm i'm pretty happy that they apparently still hold up Hell um yeah. the camera controls are like a little bit wonky but i mean they're playstation games for the early 2000s like i'll cut it, was, it some slack it was before we figured out how to make good games i get yeah. it yeah I've also been playing uh, Tetris 99 a lot. I'm getting back into Tetris. You liking that? Yeah, I actually am. <laughs> We're both playing Battle Royales this week. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> I I used to be really into Tetris in like high school. Um, and I download it was like the first thing I downloaded on my Switch. Uh, mm-hmm. and I've been recently getting back into it because it's just a really good time waster that I can like do while I listen to podcasts. I was, for the first couple months of quarantine, I was all the way back into, like, Candy Crush and Cookie Run because I like to play mobile games while I listen to podcasts. Yeah. Uh, but now I have replaced that with Tetris. Hell yeah. That's what I've been doing with, uh, I, I will start the Fortnite match with a podcast on, and then I'm like, all right, there's 25 people left. We gotta <laughs> pause. It's go time. I pull up my war paint, I put it under my eyes, and I'm like, let's go. What uh, what podcasts do you listen to while you, uh, while you play Fortnite, Andrew? <laughs> <laughs> I've been listening to uh, to Waypoint lately. Waypoint's really good. Uh, what else have I been listening to? Um, on our network, I'm listening to Got It Memorized a lot. Uh, it's fun listening to people talk about a video game that you really liked. They're talking about, uh, they're talking about um, Final Fantasy X right now, which is a fun trip down memory lane um scrolling through what have i been listening to lately uh trillbilly workers party i've been listening to it's a really good political podcast uh it's fun hearing like an unapologetically leftist podcast that is from kentucky um so it's like i'm hearing like leftist politics from a guy that sounds like my uncle harry and it's actually really nice and comforting that's um, awesome. Yeah, and then uh, Anime Sickos is still really good. So those have been my primary go-tos lately. <laughs> Podcasts are weird these days because I don't have a uh, a commute. Uh, I um, 
Yeah, I agree. I, I, I sometimes put them on during work just because uh, a lot of what I, I do for work remotely is very repetitive and that makes it easy to, uh, to listen to podcasts. But it definitely is harder now that I'm not like commuting and or like moving around a lot mm-hmm. with headphones in. I don't know. It feels yeah. weird to just like sit static at a, at a desk and listen to podcasts. So for me, it was weird. Cause we, um, Sam and I are very, I don't know, not quiet people, but like when I was growing up, my family always had like the TV was on at all times. Like, yeah, I don't think that thing had an off button. Um, and when we got our own place, like that's just not us. Like we, we're very like intentional when we put things on, I guess is a way to put it. Like, uh, we will watch something, but when we do, it's like, we're going to sit down and watch a thing together. It's not, the TV isn't just on. We're not just like flipping through channels, seeing what comes up, you know? Yeah, that makes um, sense. And then my sister came and she lived with us over quarantine and she's very much like my family. So she was just like, yeah, I'm going to put on Netflix all day. And Sam and I were like, oh, we haven't lived in this environment and like worked in it for a long time. Um, so we had to like readapt to that because uh, we didn't want to say like, Allison, go to your room if you want to watch something because you just lived in that room for two weeks without seeing anyone. So it feels weird to stick you back in there. Um, but then now that Allison's gone, we're like, well, or Sam's been working upstairs at a desk. And I was like, well, if I'm down here, I might as well play music or whatever from my laptop or throw on Naruto. So I haven't been listening to much in the way of podcasts lately. Unless I'm collecting guns to get ready to go on a fortnight. <laughs> I uh, I listened to the, the podcast adaptation of the Left Right game, which I know I've recommended as like a, a story on here before. Yeah. Uh, pretty much all in one day this week, and I really enjoyed it. Oh <laughs> yeah. I have a I have a friend who I was texting about it and she was like, Oh, like I know the whole show is out, but I've only been listening to like two episodes like every couple days because it makes me so stressed <laughs> that I can't <laughs> listen to a bunch at once. Um, I also just started one that they kept advertising on some other podcast that I was listening to. It might have been um, they were advertising it on Reply All, I don't know. Um, about how this like extremely well-known power ballad by uh like an 80s band was actually a cia psyop uh to encourage the dismantling of the berlin wall huh which is like completely true and it's super interesting huh hell yeah (laughs) that sounds very cool i had no idea about that it is very cool and i also had no idea and the guy who uh um, the guy who does it, like, actually interviews, like, a bunch of XCIA people on the podcast. Cool. It's neat. Hell yeah. I will definitely have a link to that in the show notes. Hell yeah. It's called, uh, what is it called? Uh, it's called Wind of Change. Wind of Change. Cool, cool, cool. Yeah. And I've been listening to the Scaredy Cats Horror Show. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, but not today. I think that's going to do it for us. 
Uh, yeah. I, <laughs> this was kind of a short ARG, so we did have a lot of time to, like, bullshit about recommendations at the end there. <laughs> yeah. And which, I, is, be, which is always nice. Yeah, it's nice to actually, it's nice to just talk instead of only being about spooky submarines. <laughs> and I'll be definitely cutting out a lot of dead air of me watching YouTube videos and going, uh, uh, <laughs> okay. Oh, okay. Oh. Oh, <laughs> it's a lot of that in edits over the last couple episodes. <laughs> uh, but if you all want to talk to us, you can do so. Uh, we are on Twitter. Uh, you can find uh, you can find the show at Argonauts Pod. Uh, otherwise, you can find us individually. I am at AC Sherman Writes. I am at Corpse Survivors. And if you want to get a hold of us by email, we do check it often. We don't always respond. Uh, our email address is argonautspodcast at gmail.com. Uh, feel free to send us uh, links to ARGs that you found or um, neat ARG or not segments. We haven't done those in a while, but if you find something that you think, is this an ARG? Send it our way. We'll take a look. Yeah. Um. Other than that, uh, if you want to support the show, you can do so by going to patreon.com. That's P-U-H-T-R-A-Y-I-N.com. If you want to make my mistakes, otherwise, go on Patreon, look for the Argonauts podcast, and you'll find us. Um, I think that's going to do it for us, Marn. All right. Well, until next time, that's ARGS, baby. (laughs) 